Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Oh, what a difference a day can make, huh? <laughs> New hope. Thank you, Seattle. As Thank the you. Hawks... Knock off the Eagles, Monday Night Football, Rockwall Zone, Jackson Smith and Jigba, wide receiver one, coming through, baby. He's coming through for you. And just like that, we got Cowboy Hope again. It's our number one of the G-Bag Nation, Zach Wolchuk, alongside Brian Broaddus, Eric Chiafalo, and the return on a toxic Tuesday of Lucius Alexander, and he's cleaning but we got Carter Freeman. I think we got Carter, not Ryan today, right? We got Carter for the full show. Yeah, Looks we got like Carter, we got Carter yeah, for yeah. the full show. Yeah, man. Carter's looking over. He's giving us the nod. I see the red hair back yeah, there. Yeah, Carter. Yeah, but what a game. I mean, for a while, it looked a little bleak there. They were having issues with Drew Locke. Gino did not play. Drew Locke's doing his best. Then that final drive, DK Metcalf comes alive. And then a beautiful throw and catch from Locke to Jackson Smith and Jigba. You had all kinds of turnover issues for the Eagles. They're self-imploding, as we talked about. And now, you take care of business, you get a little bit of help, you're NFC's champs again. You need Tommy Cutlets, huh? Let's go. Tommy Cutlets, one time, I think, I, think Sa- I think Sammy Chicken Tenders might be able to pull this thing off. Don't the Commanders got to play the Eagles one more time? Or is no, that it's not the, Cardinals. Cardinals. the Cardinals. Oh, it's the Cardinals. It's so yeah. maybe Kyler. Maybe you get a little Kyler Murray help. I Allen, Texas. He will, he will channel something the same way Jackson Smith did last night. Or he'll just look like ass. <laughs> or he will look like ass. But well, I don't think well, anything can, doesn't look like ass. Nothing yeah. can look like ass against this Eagles defense right now. So I mean, bad. even Drew Locke was looking like a beast at the end of that game. Shout out to Matt Patricia. And, dialing uh, it up, huh? Dialing it up. 92 <laughs> yards, two minutes, game on the line. Here's Drew one Locke. One timeout. Yeah, one timeout. <laughs> oh, that's great. With Pete Carroll doing everything in his power to botch the clock in a way that has his team go home with an L, Drew Locke said, nah, we're good. We're going toe-to-toe it, with Patricia. We'll go ninety-two in a touchdown. Let's Pete, do it. Did Pete try and get his timeout back? He was. He, he was, was. Was he, he was, campaigning to try and he get was his like, timeout? What do you mean? There's no takebacks. Nah. There, there's no takebacks. Refere- referee's like, no, sir. Get your old ass back. Pete, you called yeah. the timeout, bro. Yeah, yeah you're not going to get it back, sir. Thank you very much. Nope. Sorry. Afterwards, Pete Carroll's like, man, gorgeous football. Just gorgeous, gorgeous. What a game. I mean, it was absolutely beautiful. We had players making plays all over the place. How about love with that interception at the end? Just gorgeous. I, mean, I think he used man. the word gorgeous about seven different times in the first minute of his conversation. Did you feel like that maybe love's foot got hooked on the calf? And didn't get down. No, I think the that it yeah, banged I mean, it banged the teammate's leg. I think that helped him get that foot, that toe in. To me, yeah, it was pretty I, clear. I he got of, both down. I kind of felt like that it was close. I thought it was extremely close. Well, you were like, burying the Seahawks just by their body language pregame over here. You're like, yeah, oh, they're screwed. Oh, yeah, no, the Seahawks, no, the Seahawks were trying. They, oh, they will give it up. Gino's, Gino's they, look face, I mean, you could tell he probably wasn't playing. You were yeah, right about that. Yeah, that was. But the, the, the body language was not good. I didn't feel like, but... <laughs> No, but the Seahawks will do crazy stuff like like Pete Carroll. They'll try and lose the game. Yeah, 
They, they, hey, good, you know, good job though. Kind of, they, the, Metcalf really didn't do anything all game though, right? Oh, and he makes that one catch. He makes that, a couple the final, the, the final drive. He, they finally get him the football a couple different times, and but uh, hey, you know that, the, the Eagles, man, that is a that's a that's a that's one. You know, I bet you, I'm sure that on uh, on our sister station there on WIP, they're they're trying to fix the Eagles certain ways like we're going to probably try and fix the cowboys in some certain ways yeah but then 40 i'm going to make you guys try and fix some things okay all right that's good i think the eagles are just trying to go like we don't need hurts anymore let's go Mariota. and i think they're trying to get frank Reich back uh because he was just fired in carolina uh, they want to get him back because i believe he was the oc when they won the super bowl he was with nick Foles all those years ago so that's the eagles fans remedy to this situation to go on a super bowl run it's the law office of Mariota and Reich. That's a pretty, that's a pretty good name for a law firm, though. Mariota and Reich. I'd probably yeah. give him a ring and touch base if I was in a. I pinch. think I'm. Uh, can you guys help me out here? Yeah, yeah. I know well, we've got. I know we've got attorneys on our station that do. You guys definitely. I wouldn't of, yeah. trust you on a football field, but yeah, yeah. you know, at, at a yeah. cubicle somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Man, well, shout out to the Seahawks uh, yeah. for for that victory over the Eagles. It's always fun watching the Eagles lose, and some you know very pessimistic eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. I'm sure the Eagles losing is going to help the Cowboys' run defense. Yeah, I mean, I I, I hear that, but I don't know that there's going to be a lot of teams that can run the football on the Cowboys quite like what the Bills did. But you're going to play two, and we've talked about this that do run the football well. Yep. Do they go ahead and uh, take a page out of what the Bills did and, and emulate that a little bit? We'll see. Uh, Bill certainly ran it right down the Cowboys' throats, but now they have new life. What did you guys think of uh, the Mavs last night? Did you check out any of that? I actually was stars. I went. I, I went, was watching stars. I went too. stars. Mavs, I, 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 that third I, quarter I, got out of hand. I was. Get, I was getting scoring updates, and I didn't feel like that it was my attention needed to be over there. I was trying to get the stars home against the Kraken. So that's, and they did, that, and they did. Yeah, thanks for all yeah. your efforts last Thank night. Thank goodness, then. you know, you put the, the work in, you bring home a victory. The yeah. overtime hero. Now they they almost you know fumble farted that one out away as well. It's amazing the number of penalties that were called in that third, and it just seemed like the it was had a chance. Luckily, the penalty kill was great. Yeah, Their power play was terrible. The penalty had, kill, they they were four for four. Yeah, they had not they had not had that many opportunities and not scored a goal since uh, the opening day, you know, opening uh, night of the season, but. You know, they, they were able to survive. Wedgwood continues to mm-hmm. play amazing hockey uh, for the Stars. And so, yeah, it's uh, just kind of keep rolling along and, and uh, find out, you know, what the situation is with uh, with Otter. You know, I mean, I haven't heard any more. week to week yeah, and, right and, now. And, and always I hate the thing because I don't exactly know. They always say lower body and upper body. And I'm like, yeah, you don't know what it is. I have no idea what he's dealing Let's with. Let's go. So, so I can't gauge. But uh, yeah, nice win for the Stars. Kraken if Kraken's lost a lot more games. That was a playoff team last year. They're struggling a little bit, but I don't care. Just give me wins. Just Absolutely, give me wins. Matt Duchesne was uh, brilliant. Two goals, his first multi-goal yep. game as a star. Also had the game-winning assist to Harley there in Boy, overtime. Did, he, did you see Harley leaning on that stick? Yeah, Harley Harley was leaning on that stick to the point like, okay, I am not going to let this puck get through. And Duchesne, he put it right on that tape. What a what a pass. and that little back and forth with him and Sagan earlier. Oh yeah, oh that thing was absolutely yeah, a talented gorgeous. guy, man. Really is. Yeah. I mean, afterwards, Pete DeBoer was talking about look, it, he could lead the league in goals right now, sure, potentially. So I mean, he's playing some really really good hockey. Mavs did fall though to the defending champs on the road. Luca's fighting illness. He's doing everything he can. Dante Exum, really the only help. I mean, now you're starting to see consistency here from Exum. We'll talk to Bobby Carella at four o'clock. What a revelation he's been. But Luca, another fantastic what? outing. 
just didn't have any support. What's the meme where the guy, where's the meme from where the guy is, the army's coming at him and you see that guy, one guy pulling his sword? Like, oh, um, like it's it, it, from what movie? Oh, John Snow. It's uh, Game of Thrones. Is it Game of Thrones? Yeah. Where all of a sudden it's like the whole army's coming in, and I, I kind of feel like band, I feel Luka. like there's like a number seventy-seven just pulling the sword. <laughs> yeah. It was. I mean, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I, I that that when I think, tell me what you think of the Mavs right now. I go, that's uh, that's, that's the meme. That's I mean, the they're, meme. They're shorthanded. Yeah, yeah, with all these injuries. Hell, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's a nightmare. It's Luca. Here's thirty-eight, and then everybody else like. Here's six. And Lucas yeah. playing six. Seven. It's like, I got to go out there. I'm trying to carry this team and will yeah. them. I mean, on a night where Jokic is, he's like, I guess I don't really need to do anything Heggie's right, though. Heggie's right. Heggie said the concern, all of a sudden, Jokic had, what, eight, you said? Yeah, he and had then all eight of a sudden, points. And they still get beat by 20-something? It's 77 to 70 with like seven minutes uh, to go in the third quarter. And then all of a sudden, you blink and you're down 36. <laughs> I... It was because run at the end of the third quarter. Did you did you stay with that one last night? No, not once we got into the fourth quarter. It was it was sayonara time. Oh, then you went. And it was just Monday night. Monday night football. Twenty-one to ten run. Yeah, that the Nuggets went on. I I just never ventured there. I saw the score and I was kind of. I never got to the point where I felt like they need my attention right now. Yeah. No, it was. I mean, they they are extremely shorthanded with no lively as well. You're like, okay, what are we what are we doing here? I was like watching him play with like five fouls the whole game. You know. Yeah, it's, yeah. Kind of my it's a fun thing. game. Like, I'm like, will he get I'm like, that number yeah. six? No, I'm like, how does this guy play such great defense with always having five fouls? He, he like he he takes off his warm ups. He's already got yeah. five fouls in the game. It's like the rookie hazing. It's like rookie hazing from the referees. Yeah. It's like this is a rookie. We're gonna make sure he, he understands. still plays aggressively though. He does. He sure does. Yeah. Can't and help they, himself. They miss I like him. him. They miss him big time. And the fast break points got out of hand. I mean, that's been something really the majority of the season. Okay, for the I Mavericks. did. I did click over that. Is like. Denver doing a taunt with that altitude in the middle of the court. Was it 5,936? Yes. They, are they taunting you? Every time you run up and down the court and your lungs are like burning. Yeah. That you uh, look down and you see that number of 5,000, whatever, whatever. Sickening. It's a reminder that you're playing in the clouds. <laughs> it, it reminds you that, oh, I can't breathe. <laughs> this is definitely not a home game for me. Yeah. I, every time I think it's a taunt. I thought at first it was kind of an area code thing, and I'm like, no, wait a minute. It's just a flex. It's <laughs> an area code, yeah. That's a damn altitude. It's honestly unsportsmanlike yeah. conduct. It yeah. is. It's the number of a mile, right? It is. Yeah, it equals a mile. It, it's like they are totally <laughs> saying, hey, listen, by the way, it's going to get late in the game. Yeah. Brought us <laughs> an area code. <laughs> I, thought, I did. I was looking down. I go, what area code is that? It's like the four-digit area code. <laughs> I thought, hey, is this like Metro, is this metro Denver? <laughs> what is going on here? Is this the, these are city uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Oh man, they're there. Yeah, the that's city weird. connects. All right, Lucius, you can stop with that. Yeah, that's weird. Had to be. Well, had Eric's to be. having an issue over there. <laughs> Sorry about that. Luke, if I was, did there. you do your Google though in the moment? You no, was like, what does no, that actually no. mean? I really, I, I thought about. It, I'm like, huh, that's a weird area code. <laughs> <laughs> He's thinking it's area codes. Well, all these other teams sew their area codes on their uh, on their uniforms, right? How many times have you been to Denver? A lot for the snow skiing. You were a telling lot. us that story. Yeah, the other day. yeah. There's. Yeah, I was. I, I couldn't breathe a lot of the times. Ooh. I can. It was tough. But nobody was better to ride the ski lift with than then, Brian brought us in his prime. I'm telling you what, man. I could. I could. Uh, yeah. You want to ride the ski lift with me? 
You absolutely He was were. in his bag, literally. Literally in the bag. Doing his thing. Yeah, you had all the goods. All I, the goods. I was, I was, yeah, I was. He's got the blue dolphins. He's got the sandwiches. I got the Coors. Got the, yeah, the yellow bellies. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was. I was, was ready I was, to rock. I was a drugstore up there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could get you a crossfade and a, a warm yeah. meal. If you needed first aid, I was there to help. Fantastic. <laughs> Luca did win a Western Conference Player of the Week, though, so congratulations to him. And John Snow, right? His career. My yeah. guy, John Snow. He's, he's out there. He's holding he's it down. He's pulling the sword. Holding it down for the team. Yeah. Good to have Great. good to have you back though. Yes, Lucius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was yeah, the weekend? Yeah. It was fantastic, bro. Wasn't long enough. Was it, all right, let me. It, it it, I'm asking a personal is. question here. Was it anniversary? Is that what I was? It some kind it of some, some of this, some of that. Okay, a little yeah. bit of this, a little, little bit of this. Look at that. Look at that. Look at this. You hit hit roof, daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daddy. That went five time, as you know. Yeah, I wanted to hear it one more time, so I played it back there for myself. You know what I'm saying? You could probably play that every day, and we'd all be happy with it. All right, getting a lot of tags. We did have the Carolina Panthers release Justin. Houston today. Watched him. I saw you. I yeah. saw you putting in the. You want to get into show. that now, or you want to go for a, uh, the 240? If you're saving it for 240, we no. can. Otherwise, let's let's go ahead and get it. Let's okay. deep dive I just, into this. Yeah. I just want to know if he's better than Shaq Leonard. Watching Shaq Leonard put a smile on my face different, last night. Different, different player. Different to me. When you when you start to talk about Leonard, he's more inside linebacker. Houston's an outside 3-4 linebacker. He's rushing the passer. He's rushing the passer. He's a stand-up, two-point stand-up linebacker that is going to rush. He doesn't have the juice that he once had. Uh, matter of fact, the last game he played was Houston, and that was in week nine. So he's been Ooh. dealing with something down there in Carolina. We need to kind of figure that out. But he doesn't have the juice to rush the passer anymore. The, there was times when uh, also our young quarterback for the, for the Texans got outside the pocket. I know the kid can run a little bit. Houston just had no ability to go get him. Chase. Couldn't fetch him, you know. And so you're starting to see him maybe slow down a little bit there. I mean, he they, was... they ran the ball at him a couple of times, and he couldn't get off the block there. I, I, I understand he wants to go play for a contender. I don't think he helps you right now. He, he, if you want to say, hey, maybe you can get a guy uh, as an edge, a rusher, that kind of thing substitute not passing play. downs only yeah that that's that's where we're at right now with him so he's I, not coming in and helping you with the run game no, or anything no, like that. no they 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 matter of fact there was a couple of times uh i watched early in the season in the atlanta game and they were just taking the ball at him late in the year taking the ball at him and he just because he just can't disengage like he once did okay when he's he was 34 kansas, years old yeah when he was in kansas city he was a a B to D. Oh, sure. I'm, I'm honestly yeah. surprised that he's only 34. Like, I was thinking, is like he 37? 40, is 41. He, like, wasn't he bookends with, with Tamba Hali he was. in Kansas City? Yeah, 2011 like, when he came into the league. I feel like I was watching him since 2005 for some reason. Uh, like but Derek it, Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Him and Derek yes, Thomas dude. are playing. But yeah. that makes sense. That makes sense. And the Cowboys have plenty of that. You know, man, those style showing, of players. They're showing the, the area code uniforms no, right now for, for Denver. For the, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jamal Murray was a beast last yeah, night. But he no, I, th- th- there's there's no help there. There's no help. All right. Justin. So for those of you wondering about Justin Houston, probably no go there. I would say I would Cowboys. say for your Dallas Cowboys, that'd be no. I'll ask Gang at seven, but uh, these old scouts' eyes looked at him. I don't, I don't think that's a help for you right now. Well, final uh, shout out to the Stars. Jamie Ben taking sole possession of second place on the Stars all-time scoring list last night as he uh, had an assist with Matt Duchesne as he is now just behind Mike Madano, passing Neil Broughton for second 
all time on the franchise both those, points list. Both those jerseys are in the rafters, that number seven and that number nine. Yep, and I think you will get Jamie Benz 14 up there as well whenever he decides to go. retire as a Dallas star. So shout out to the stars for the win, uh, and then we'll talk and break down more maps. Hey, you got one minute for me here? Yeah, please give it to okay, us. Okay, we were having this discussion on the break today. Yep. Sports that you could, like, remember what Zach Martin did defending Dak, and it, and it turns out to be a penalty? Mm-hmm. And I brought up hockey. Yeah. Like, last night, they ran at your goalie, you know? Yeah, they did on Wedgwood. They, they ran on Wedgwood. And what happened? Uh, he got, that, that guy got punished in the Immediately. Right. Immediately. The whole, all these green jerseys just attack him. And the only call in the game is you go for r- taking a run at the goalie, you know? I, do you think football should have a deal? We should be able to, if someone, like, messes over one of your guys, you should be able to you take can a defend run. Them. You can defend them that way. Because the Cowboys took a lot of grief in that commander's game where they didn't defend Andy Dalton. Yeah. And, you know, here's Zach Martin saying, you're not going to take a run at my quarterback. In hockey, it's... And a, it was beautiful, too, yeah, by the way. It was and, very and, beautiful. Yeah, in hockey... You want a blindside my yeah. guy? Here's a blindside for you. Yeah, exactly. Didn't even push him. He just yeah. put his stomach yeah, on him. Yeah, wow. yeah, just, really cool. Cool. Yeah, just, just kind of great. bumped him out of the way. But I kind of applaud what hockey does, allow you to, like, defend your guys and not get penalized for it yeah i think there's obviously there, there, there's a line there uh that could get crossed to an extent but like what well, you martin take your did, helmet off where, and yeah, hit somebody like with where, where martin's going up and doing what he did that's 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 pretty like this guy's not hurt he's yeah. just being checked like the, the, he didn't take it overboard i would let that one you know in my perfect yeah. world league that's just uh that's what you get for, for yeah you take a run like at my that. quarterback I, i'm gonna let the as an official i'm going to I understand yeah. what you're trying okay. to do here. But all of a sudden, you're going to get Andre Johnson versus Cortland Finnegan, you know, yeah. time and time again. Which, as a fan, I'm, I'm totally fine with. This. I don't know if the league would love league that. league probably wouldn't like that no. too much. Uh, thank you for that, Brian. We've got more Crushes Corner coming up at 240. Yeah. G-Bag of the Day at 330, but let's do a little bit of NFL true or fart false. That's next on The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's a TD Tuesday here in the G-Bag Nation. Great to have you in. Lucius Alexander is back and better than ever. And he's got your G-Bag of the Day coming up in six minutes. NFL True or Fart here momentarily. Segment's brought to you by the Frankels. Life is unpredictable. Accidents happen. Frankel and Frankel are the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks. In DFW, if you or a loved one has been in an accident, contact Frankel and Frankel for a free consultation at truckwreck.com or call 214-333-3333. Here's the bully. All right, we've moved to the red zone as far as the running back conversation goes here on this SportsCenter Fantasy Draft Special. True or Fart? False. Marshawn Lynch matches last year's production. Thank you very much, Robert Flores. I'll give you a couple of statements What's the F in Flores stand for, sir? (laughs) Sounds for fart. False. Uh, Right there. All right, we'll start with you here. Illegal motion. Eric, do you follow? (laughs) Back it up, back it up. It was a false start, but it was actually one that the rest were like, this is going to work better. It was kind of like Lane Johnson with the early jump. Play on, play on. All right, after beating the Chiefs and manhandling our Dallas Cowboys, the Buffalo Bills are the most dangerous team in the American Football Conference. See, like, what do we mean by dangerous? Dangerous. Danger. I mean... I, I don't yes, ask I, questions. Give me your gut. True or fart? That's true. It's true. It's true. Dangerous. Dangerous. Like, are you more scared today facing the Bills than you are the Ravens? That's danger. 
Yeah, it's and that is extremely, extremely difficult. But I think I will lean yes to that. I think I will lean that that Buffalo scares me more. I don't want to play Baltimore. I wouldn't want to. So play you still Baltimore. think Ravens are most dangerous? I, the Ravens definitely have the defensive advantage there. I, but you've that, seen now, McDermott I, knows how to pull it out of his rear McDermott's end from time rear to time. This thing. No, that's 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 true. There, I I just think watching watching the Ravens and the Rams go at it that time. I mean, I, I respect the heck out of what the Rams are doing. I know I keep talking about them as a seventh seed yeah, being really yeah, dangerous. You moved on from the Lions to the but, Rams. But, man, the Ravens, every, it seems like every week the Ravens are playing a playoff team and winning. We're every, this week. Yeah. Oh, you see 49ers, this week. This could be a Super Bowl preview. They're this could be juicy. Monday they're Night Football. Back-to-back, back. I think Baltimore goes San Francisco and then Miami. Yeah. Ooh. They get them at home. They get both of them at home. But that's yeah. an interesting back-to-back. 11, yes. 11 and 3 right now. And this team, I think Baltimore's played a schedule that I wouldn't want to go through. I just think that they're starting to... Like, the, the injuries have started to pile up a little bit for Baltimore. I know Isaiah likely stepped up pretty nicely at yeah. tight end in, in, mm-hmm. you know, in place of Mark Andrews, but that's still not quite the same. They just lose the, the running Pete back, Mitchell. Mitchell, who was a really nice shot in the arm for that backfield. And then the offensive line, Ronnie Stanley, like the health of that is a little bit up in the air. I think Baltimore is extremely good, and their defense is it's, awesome. But I don't know. What I saw from think, the Bills just freaked me out. Anybody think Cincinnati could be dangerous? Cincinnati is dangerous, but ultimately, and Jake Browning is a great story in a playoff game against some of these other teams. I don't think they'll be able to win. They they win without their players. Yeah, they, and they that's find, a credit to Zach Taylor. Uh, that's yeah. yeah. I mean, their their yeah. coaching staff's really doing an excellent yeah. job being able to navigate that. All right, speaking of coaches, Brian, hmm. true or fart? Yesterday I was talking Andy Shane Steichen, yes. uh, coach of the no. year, should be in the consideration. How about Kevin Stefanski? He should be the front runner for coach of the year for the job he's doing there. With the Browns, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say. Are you saying consideration or the he should be front runner? He should be the front runner right now. In the AFC, Browns are nine and five. Just in general, I, I, the entire National Football League. Man, I had no hope for Houston. I ain't going to lie. I had no hope for Houston. I'm going to say fart on that. Okay, because I, I think Houston, Houston's had some bad losses though. I mean, they that that loss at Carolina, and and they, they've had some bad losses. So I'm going to say Jets. fart. Yeah, I'm going to say fart because I think the Houston guys have done a better job. I'm going to agree with you on that one, uh, so I will fart on that as well. But I do think Kevin Stefanski is probably second in line. Like, when you look at the odds right now, it's it's Man Campbell. It, it actually is Steichen tied yeah. at two oh, with it? D'Amico Ryan. So wow. I think that he got the Wolchuk bump over the weekend. You're welcome, Shane. You can send me that check in the mail. And then you have Mike McDaniel and Kyle Shanahan. I mean, you got to get through Harbaugh and Zach Taylor before arriving at Kevin Stefanski. And so I think Stefanski should be over some of these guys. Yeah, I think he should be top two or three. So I think that's a... Uh, but I, get I, it. I guess I'm farting on it because he shouldn't be the guy because yes. D'Amico Ryan's is. So like, I'll fart on it too, but I mean, I, I, I blame myself as well. I had oversight on this. They're sitting at 9-5. and five. They lose to Sean Watson. They're playing tremendous football right now. That defense has been brilliant. He's making Joe Flacco look oh, like no, they play with during they, that Super Bowl. I mean, the job he's done, he deserves a lot more praise than what he's getting. Yeah. Off-the-couch quarterbacks are winning games. But it's de- crazy. Their defense, I, I tell you what, Jim Swartz has done a hell of a job with that defense, though. Nobody thought yes. the Browns. No. Nobody thought the Browns were going to have a happy ending to their season, no. and all of a sudden they might. Yeah. Not even Bob Kraft. Yeah. All right. Uh, back to you here, Eric. The Chiefs, and this will be the well final said. one before we get into G bag of the day. The Chiefs, true or fart, have finally found a wide receiver they can trust in SMU zone. Rasheed Rice. Ooh, Rasheed Rice. Yeah, one of my fantasy teams appreciates him. Yeah, Lucius is getting the giving us the Rocky Double Pony up, Championship man. style there Pony in the Pimp up. Cup. Yeah. Uh, I do like what I've seen from Rasheed Rice. They're getting him involved. They're making him a focal point. He's coming through in a big way. He's got a couple of brain fart moments. 
that like you're going, okay, is he is he dropping the ball? Is he fumbling the football? What is he doing here? But by and large, I do think he's the guy that outside of Travis Kelsey, he, sure. you can't trust Tony. You can't trust Sky Moore. No. You can't trust Valdez Scantling. It's got to be Rasheed Rice. Rasheed Rice. Yeah, I'm going to say that's that's a true as well. That kid was born. I mean, when you watch him play at SMU, that kid was born. He was born he was to be born, a hockey no, player. No, no, he was born to be a he's born to be a, a wide receiver. That kid, that kid can get can get it done. They got him a good one with him. True on that. All right, let's turn things over to Lucius Alexander for our G bag of the day. <laughs> you ready for that one? Yeah, yeah, I was kind of ready. I was kind of ready. I like how y'all have like serious sports takes that start with. Yeah, I'm a fart on that because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you farting on it? Yeah, I'm farting on it. Yeah, 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 I, just, yeah. I just don't believe it. That's a fart. That's a fart. The sauce, baby. The sauce. The beauty serious, of the segment. Serious sports takes. Yeah. But yeah, I gotta start with it off with. I'm gonna fart on it. Let's go. Let's go to Stefanski's yeah. in here. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's go to our sister station, 105. Yeah. Fan, and all of a sudden, they show like yeah. a highlight. Yeah, I'm gonna fart on that one, yeah. Erica. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> all right, did you guys play Booger McFarland by chance? Uh, the benefit of playing in the rain. Yes. But, but not for no. G bag. Not for G bag. Not for G bag of the day. Not for G bag of the day. This is a right. first time nominee for G bag of the day. Oh, okay, okay. We could we could play it that way. I'm cool with that. I'm you know I'm fungible. fungible. I like this. Uh, let me hit that button. That's we. That's we. All right, here we go. Booger McFarland. The benefits of playing in the rain. Listen to this guy. Okay, you go into halftime. Thank goodness you're away from the rain. You say no. Oh, it's the worst thing. You're completely soaking wet. They don't have dry uniforms they're putting yeah. on. I mean, it's just cold in the locker room. They have the air conditioning on. You just get colder and you realize how wet you really are to get ready to go head right back out into it. Well, no doubt. And, and here's the worst part about it, Kev, is that you got to go sit in the locker room for 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and stay wet. And you're going to get cold. Now, there is one upside to this. As a defensive lineman, when you're soaking wet yeah. and it's raining, and you got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> you, hey, I'm just, I wasn't expecting no, that. I'm you, so listen, uh, you have to find some good in this. So normally, normally, normally we have to go back in the locker room. But since everything is wet, it's good to go. You just, I mean, you just, you just let it flow. Just let it flow. Just let it flow. Let it go. You know what? I didn't even have that all lined up. I should have had that lined up. Mm-hmm. Let it flow. Let, Let it, it flow. flow. Can't hold it in anymore. I think it's a good take. I mean, I just think he's disrespecting every other position when he's just pigeonholing the D-line as, you know, rain rain game peers. Y'all really wouldn't pee on yourself like that, would you, though? No. Okay. No. I uh, wouldn't either. No. In, in the cold? No, I wouldn't either, man. I just no, I wouldn't either. Uh, equipment men must not have been very good. Equipment ladies must not have been very good because I've been on teams where they change uniforms at halftime. If it, you play oh, one of those really? games, yeah, you play like especially get a fresh, the, new, clean uniform. Yeah, well, the, that the lasts centers, you about a good especially the five centers, minutes out there. Well, the centers with the wet pants. You know, like yeah. nobody wants to deal with wet no. pants. And so that's then it gets all soggy back yeah, there, like a little diaper. Yeah, there you go. Change, yeah, they, they change pants in half. The centers do. All right, this is the most New York thing ever. Uh, got a Bronx dispatcher Uh-oh. cursing at a, a police officer <laughs> on the radio. I guess he wanted that information fast, and she wasn't moving fast enough. I was supposed to one five three. I'll be close one five three. Just give me one. I'm signing in. You okay? Sure. What the f- I just said to give me one, bro. What? 
Yeah, no, hold on. This is everybody else's reactions to it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I should have told y'all that part. Everybody that can hear, and here's their reactions. That's what's more funnier. Wow. <laughs> a lot of a lot of clicking a lot of clicking that mic, huh? Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. How about your boy Baker Mayfield? Uh Sunday NFL countdown. What was that on ESPN? Yes. Yes. Rex Ryan and those guys. Oh, oh no! Baker Mayfield had a good game, didn't yeah, he, on Sunday? It, it was, he was, perfect he was feeling elite. good, bro. Yeah, he was elite. He was feeling well. good even before the game, yeah. cracking jokes like this at Rex Ryan. And tell that team to jump on your back and you go get the darn thing done. That's we, we need you, Baker. We need oh, that God. today. We need. We'll, we'll be juiced up today, Rex. It's it's not that cold, so there won't be there really, like that many cold toes out there. We'll be all right. <laughs> I love how widely known oh. everybody now is. Yeah, like knows it. You get you come out of the womb and you know Rex Ryan's yeah. a foot guy. Yeah, his DM's going crazy, bro. All <laughs> yeah. the girls send him photos. They know he got the fat cash. You got a pension and he's on TV. Oh. And you got the fetish. Look at oh, these jokes no. right here. I just got a pedicure. Might as well be a bullseye. Here's, here's <laughs> yeah. my gosh, yeah. Let's just pepper Ryan here. <laughs> and he's down with you know, man, oh, he's a lady's a down, team player he's too. He's a team player. <laughs> Why he's still married? Yeah, <laughs> I don't blame him. He's the only husband who smiles every time his wife says, "Can I get another pedicure?" Yeah, <laughs> please, please, honey. Can I go with you? Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> they know him by name in that joint. Yeah, here's Big Rexy. Uh, Cowboys Radio Network. Brad Champagne Laufenberg here are on the home of the Cowboys. If you want to listen to the game on the radio, which I do, this is how I caught this. <laughs> Uh, I love when my team home announcer is clearly going for the home team. <laughs> Just clearly going for it. That's what I really love. Yes. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that. I am too. Yeah, home and radio, I love it. Listen to this. Empty gun for Josh Allen on third down and eight. Snap is back. Little pressure. He runs out to his right. Oh, get him. Yeah. Sam Williams <laughs> broke through and got him. And then Allen just was able to dump it off. Are they ruling a sack or, the, or an incompletion? Should be incompletion. Yeah, he got it out. Yeah. Well, Sam, Williams, Sam Williams was sudden there, wasn't he? He's running the spy there. So he was not rushing. Says, hold on. Sam Williams is just going to mirror Josh Allen. And when Josh Allen breaks the pocket, then Sam Williams goes and gets him. And that's exactly what happened. I think I heard myself cheering on that play. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go get him. Oh, yeah. go get him. <laughs> go, Sam, go. Yeah. Broke character for a Woo! quick second. Yeah, I was pulling into the daiquiri spot when I heard that. I was like, let me take my notes. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> Timestamp. That's good. Nice work, Brad Sham. Yeah, shout out to Brad and Vape on that one. Uh, last one. This is not really a nominee, but I just thought. It's going to win. After all the traveling <laughs> I was doing this weekend and seeing that some places have been under construction forever. It's just never going to change my whole life. These places have been under construction. Uh, well, man, Alonzo Bowden right here. Comedian Alonzo Bowden may have some uh, remedies for it. Another question about highway construction. Who puts out the cones? <laughs> because that's the only guy getting done. <laughs> They'll have a sign, highway work for the next five miles. For 10 miles, there is a perfectly straight line of cones. <laughs> they are equally spaced. It's like artwork. The cones, are, there's 20 bulldozers over here not doing <laughs> but, 
The cones are right where to teach the cone guy to run a bulldozer. Let's build some <laughs> around here. <laughs> That's good. Amen. Yeah. Gosh, that is so true. Yes, yeah, it so is. true. Oh, my gosh. The All right. Cone guy. Fantastic. Time to vote. Broadus, you were writing him down. I forgot. So, um, Is it Booger McFarlane with his peeing on himself? Okay. Bronx Dispatcher. Mm. Having none of that. Uh, Baker Mayfield, the cold toes. And is it Brad Sham with his Homer call? Or Alonzo <laughs> Bowden? <laughs> What's happening on Fantex, bro? What's happening? I don't know. We have weird things happening. People oh. like... Uh, uh, Urinated on themselves during football games, apparently. Yeah. People stand on it. People, okay. people yeah. stand on <laughs> And then there's the fetish. People are getting peed about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Mark Schlereth does it even when it's not raining. Yeah, he just does it for fun. And then Alonzo Bowden for the uh, cone guy. I'm going to go Brad Sham. What say you, Lucius? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, me too. Wolchuk? I'll go with the dispatch. Two to one. Shoot. Broadus? I'm going to go with... I'll go with Brad Sham as well. Uh-huh. All right. By a score of three to one, your new G-Bag of the Day champion, it is Brad Sham for the Homer Call of the Day. Now we get to Krusty's Corner on a TD Tuesday. Brought us what you got in store for us. Guys, you got to help me fix some problems with this Cowboys team. We'll do that next. Thank you very much, Lucius. Lucius Alexander back from vacation. We got LA Live coming up at 540, but right now it's time for Krusty's Corner, and here he is, King of the Krusties, fresh off making some delicious, absolutely divine sausage gravy with boudin. 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 Yeah, I made, okay, what I did was (laughs) meat pies. I made kolaches. I mean, it ended up being a meat pie. (laughs) Hit that boudin, baby. That boudin. Boudin. (laughs) That boudin I'll have to take you down to Louisiana let you have, you've had some boudin, you never had boudin before. No, that was the first time I've had boudin. Yeah, I I said something I was going to do, I was going to figure out how to make (laughs) sausage gravy... You're laughing at Boudin? I'm laughing man. at myself now. That's okay, man. You gave it a go. I gave it a try. We had Boudin. Boudin. And it was fantastic. And that Boudin was Thank so you good. For the Cajun <laughs> meal that you provided us. All, my, all the people who, who's now here from Louisiana, you know, are all kind of. I'm loose. sorry. I'm Bol- sorry. Bolchuk's favorite all time magician is Boudini. <laughs> <laughs> I did love a Boudini. Yeah, it was amazing. He was fantastic. He escaped dude. everything, right? He was oh. escaping his rear end off, man, Boudini? time and time again. Boudini Still don't know how he got out of that, man. <laughs> he was French. I think it, this could work. <laughs> this absolutely could work. Thank you. But uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I, I I was I wanted to make uh, kolaches, which is a uh, the Czech way of like a, you. You you're telling me my pay, I made it all by scratch too. I can yes. tell, man. That bread so, felt legit. I'm having so much fun. But they legit. were the biggest kolaches I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, I, I wanted to make sure that I filled them up with. Oh, because you, you filled you, them you, up. You got to be able to. Uh, you put so much gravy in those things. Well, the gravy with the with the boudin and together. So I know it's it had to need uh, like some a vessel that could hold it. And so that's why I made them this Very big. Very meaty idea. gravy. Yeah. You picked the right vessel. Thank that you. That bread was Appreciate special. Appreciate that. Yep. All right. I need you guys to help me fix some problems here with your football team, right? Okay. There's three areas I've identified. And I want your opinion of how you would fix this, or is this a fix? Can you fix it? But I, I want your opinion about this. Okay. Zach. Yep. I want you to fix the penalties on this team. Oh, crap. How uh, do you fix the penalties on this team? You know what? This team has tried. I mean, they, I don't think there is fixing. We talked about this. I don't think there's fixing the penalties, sadly. I know this is, hey, how do we fix it? But I, I, the pre-snap stuff is, to me... It's discipline. It's the players. That stuff is correctable, right? There's no reason for you to be jumping off sides, the false starts, 
the, these type of pre-snap penalties this team gets way too often. And then also you could say the unsportsmanlike conduct, the roughing the passer yeah. type of stuff. I mean, I do think what Demarcus Lawrence did, bit of a ticky-tack foul. The Jaron Curse one, I didn't necessarily I agree with either. Worse too, the Curse yeah. one was way worse. Yeah. I mean, what do you want him to do? So some of these things I just don't think that this team's going to fix. It's a it's a theme that's gone on for so long. McCarthy puts an emphasis on it. We hear the players talk about They go back and review the film. They talk about ways that they can go ahead and correct this. Even Tyler Biotich, I, I gave this example yesterday, telling Christy Scales in the Cowboys hour last week, yeah, the clipping call, bad call, but how do we make it so where the refs aren't even in that position to make that call? How can I be better? And they are working on it, but I just I don't think that this is getting fixed. I don't either, and I, I, I really don't know, Broadus. I mean, around a, a, a Bill Parcells, uh, around an Andy Reid, I mean, all these guys, did they have any special way of doing, you know, approaching it in practice? Because I don't know. I mean, yeah. we might be overstating it. They were really costly penalties over yeah. the weekend, but it was they got, what, five? It was five penalties? wasn't like it was one of these where we've seen them go 13 penalties, right. 14. They were just really unfortunate ones for sure and inexcusable and all those things, but... Very impactful. Wasn't, yeah, impactful ones, but it wasn't like just a, a, a ref show all game long kind of deal. But I don't know. I mean, I... Yeah, I, my, I, I, I'm willing to give Mike credit for talking about it with his players. I, you know, with the analytics and studying it and trying to, you know, they have officials at practice and do these officials call every single... They, they probably should. You know, Mike should be like, hey, are we off sides? Are we lined up? How are we this? How are we that? And I I don't think there's a great answer here. And the reason I do ask is because I think you're going to have to live with this. The problem I have is the penalties that are on third down. Mm-hmm. I, I've never covered a team or worked for a team that has more penalties on third down that just impact the game. You know, and we saw it with the – you know, with the the tank, we've seen we've seen hands to the face before. We've seen defensive. We've seen holding, illegal contact. You know, just those types of penalties that just allow the opponent to get back out on the field. Yeah. yeah. And I think Mike honestly is doing the best he can to try and talk about, hey, we can't do this. And when we have these officials, hey, they're going to call this. It's got to be on the players. It is going to have to be on the players to be very mindful of like, okay, I can't do that. I can't get this call. We just got to stop. And now here I am giving the 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 opponent the ball back after that. I I, I don't know. I, I, I hate to say this, but I think this is something you're going to have to live with. And I hate to say it even more that that I hope it doesn't come down to it costs you a game in the playoffs because of it. Yeah. yeah. And because I, I don't have a great answer for it right now, I thought maybe you guys did. Eight one seven says, uh, "Can McCarthy fine players for penalties?" They, they've got to do. I mean, I mean that was something I thought they, of, but I don't, Mike, I don't think Mike, they do. I honestly, they're you can, trying. You can like do some kind of punishment though. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily like, have to be financial. Run but, laps. Is yeah, that what we're talking about? Oh, yeah, some physical that punishment. Nature. Yeah, monetary punishment's always good. Eric, yes, help me fix road games. Give me an answer for road games. How do I fix road games? Well, I, I I feel like offensively you have communication issues. I think that's a big, big issue here. I think that's a big issue here. Okay. Well, then, then there, there's got to be a way to try and simulate it at the star every day in practice of what it's like offensively 
when you're not able to just do the here we go yeah. and dictate everything that yeah. you want to dictate. I like what you're going at. You right got to start throwing those variables in a in a very very heavy way into your practices. Yeah. And I'm sure to an extent they are, but how much can you turn that up a notch because it just seems like hey, we're not going to be able to communicate as much. We're going to try to dumb things down. We're not going to be able to go in motion as much because yeah. we can't communicate and everything is just we can't we can't we can't. Let's just reduce it down. Yeah. And I feel like there's got to be a better answer to that. Yeah. I, I, I told you, how about you there? Yeah, because this is nothing new. This is the National Football League, right? Yeah. You go on the road. You need to be prepared, obviously. There was a time when this team in, won in eight games. Well, they won eight. They were under yeah. the Jason Garrett administration. They were better on the road than they were at home. So, you know, the silent communication is something you can absolutely work on. And some of this, I mean, it's hard to, to use that as an excuse. Your game in Arizona is a pro cowboy crowd. Sure. You know, you're, the crowd noise ain't impacting you there in Arizona. You just played badly. I just think overall communication is a problem. I mean, you know, Dak, you mentioned Dak pounding his foot trying to get the ball. Now there's a panic situation. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, oh, wait a minute. How about this? I mean, I haven't seen Smith and Smith give up a sack on a twist stunt mm -hmm. in months. And they get on the road, and what happens? They try and man a stunt. And was there communication there? Was there, do they, are, they not, are they not being able to communicate because of crowd noise? Are they not being able to communicate because they're deep into account? You know, there just seems like at home it just – goes so much smoother for them both offensively and defensively when they get on the road it appears that they're the problems they deal with is the uns uncertainty of what we're doing and i don't yeah. mean that in like not knowing their assignments it's like what is the what what was the call was there a check sure. here why are we why are we manning a stunt here when all game long we've been passing stunts you know what do we not get the communication there's something about them on the road that they do not, I think, do not communicate well enough. Whereas home, it is elite yeah. the way that they communicate. That's And that, that should be fixable, that the should communication be. stuff. All right, in the last couple of minutes here, Eric, run defense. Well, I, I think you've, you've, got to, you've got to be willing to adjust the way you do things. Like my biggest gripe from Sunday is all game, you're letting them go heavy personnel on you. Yeah. And you're just going back to the well of nickel and dime defense, yeah. small defenders. And it's like, can you can you adjust some things? And you got like, hey, here's how we're going to stop the run with two, three techniques. It's like, here's Osa and here's Chauncey Golston, yeah. who was drafted as an edge guy. We tried to bulk him up a little bit so he could be a undersized under tackle. And now you have two under tackles for a good chunk of the game yeah. being your being your interior run defenders. Yeah. You've got to be smarter than that and, and put bigger bodies on the field. And I know your team's not built that way, right. so you have to stretch a little bit to do it. But my gosh, like some of that stuff, you've got to be better. The other thing is just, you know, your personnel is going to be problematic in yeah. certain versus certain opponents. And I don't know how much you can totally help that, but you can't just keep going, hey, this is what we do defensively with all these small guys, and they can run it eight yards a clip on us all game because this is what we do. And this week, maybe it's not as problematic because you're playing a team that's built on speed on offense in Miami, and they're not going to maul you like the Bills did because their offensive line's really banged up. So maybe your speed defensively ends up helping you a little bit, but the discipline aspect of this is going to matter because now you're going to play against some teams. We've seen this against San Francisco. We saw it in the in the past when the Rams did it and they beat you in the playoffs. The misdirection. Yeah. you got to trust your eyes, right? You can't get flowing mm -hmm. and caught or, or hesitant, mm -hmm. and, and then now you're playing basically you're stuck in the mud. 
you know, you, that, that's something where teams are going to try and take advantage of you in that regard. And Miami definitely is going to do it. So definitely tackling. Uh, but, I mean, the personnel issue, that's not going to get corrected. You get Hankins back, that'll help a little bit. Yeah. But securing the edge, you got to find a way to get off blocks. Yeah, I'm going to tell you what's going to fix this run defense. Your offense continually scoring 40. <laughs> That'll help. Game. Yeah, I like that. Because what happens, you're making everybody else one-dimensional. Put pressure Nobody on Nobody ran the ball on you when you were scoring 40 points a game. Nobody ran the ball on you. It was it, when, when teams find a way to stop Dallas's offense, they're comfortable finding ways to run the football. Keep scoring points. That's what you got to do. Offense has got to be your, your best defense. Here. Amen. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. It's a good answer there, Ryan. All right, there it is. Trusty's Corner every day at 240. We'll have a look, of course, at the Dolphins coming up the next couple of days. Let's do some NFL news of the day. Eagles commitment issues. The Tush Push ban did happen after all, and this guy isn't even the MVP of his own team. That's next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.